0: Everything you need for a brand new day. Cliffo and Kate for breakfast. Yeah, it's going
1: to be an interesting podcast over the next few days. We are just throwing ourselves wholly and solely into covering uh, Tropical Cyclone Kiralee, looking like uh, it'll form into a tropical cyclone. Look on Tuesday evening, Kate.
0: Tuesday evening, yeah. And we had uh, NITSO on this morning. It looks like yeah. it might cross potentially Thursday night, maybe early Friday yeah. morning. But we will be bringing you all of the news, the weather, the updates throughout the next couple of days. Yeah.
1: Uh, like you said, NITSO so from Weather IQ, like, he just breaks it down and speaks layman's terms, which He, I he really
0: does. And for someone like me, it's my first cyclone. I've been here for seven years. It's great to be able to tune in to these podcasts to get all the up-to-date information and all the real stuff that's mm. really happening um, during this cyclone. Um, first up,
1: though, our chat with Mayor Jenny Hill. All the info you need to know as Tropical Cyclone Kiralee forms and heads towards the Queensland coast.
0: To have her in the studio this morning, she is a friend of Triple M Breakfast, and she also happens to be probably the busiest lady in Townsville at the moment. Mayor Jenny Hill, thank you for joining us. Thank
2: you, Kate. Thank you, Clifford. It's good to be here.
1: I wish it was in different circumstances because yeah. we had lots of fun lined up.
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> but it's
1: not <laughs> happening today uh, because it's looking like probably later on this evening, tropical cyclone kiralee will formally be declared a cyclone. Um, straight off the bat, Mayor Jenny Hill, what's the the information you need to get out to residents of North Queensland.
2: All right. So um, this thing's been hovering over the coast for over a week and God knows we wanted to make a decision, either stay or go. But the residents have got to understand that, um, particularly the new ones, there are some basic things you can do to ensure that if it does cross, you can protect yourself. Clean up around your yards, make sure you've got a um, your emergency kit and you can find information on all the websites, disaster websites, about what you should have in your kit. Fuel up your car, particularly towards the end of the week. If you've got a generator, make sure you've tested it and you've got fuel to run it for a few days. Take some cash out because if the power Mm. does go down. It's a good one. Yeah, cash will be king. Credit cards will be useless for a while. Um, so all those little things we're trying to get out there to community tie up. If you've got a trampoline, and I saw this happen to my sister in law down on the Gold Coast, her next door neighbour got a trampoline through the roof oh, in that. Gosh. Wow! You know, so all those loose items. Yeah. Just try and um, either tie them to a fence or something or dismantle them and put them in a shed somewhere safe.
1: Here's an example for you. This was at my house yesterday afternoon, Jenny. I like probably every house in North Queensland, I've got a couple of spare bricks Mm. because you just, you know, you need them. If I'm going to put the fire pit on the grass or whatever, I don't want to burn it, put it on some bricks. They were just sitting behind the shed. That's the kind of loose item. like That could become a projectile and could become very dangerous in the event of a cyclone.
2: It can, but you know, just tie stuff up. Um, I know that um, during um, one of the events, in fact, Yarsi, I would I did a patrol, not a patrol, but I did a drive round because I was looking after the railway patrol estate. Patrol sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just looking after the railway estate, South Townsville division. And um, there was a guy with a boat and he decided he was going to stay in place, which is his right. And he tied the boat to his, he had a house at home, so he tied it to the top of his landing. <laughs> So, so if a storm surge came, he was convinced he'd be able to get in and out on this dinghy. And it's like, well, yeah, what can you say? That's interesting. The one thing that we
0: briefly managed um, off air was was sandbags. People want to know where they can get them. What's
2: the messaging at the moment in relation to sandbags? Okay. So, at the moment, and I had a check this morning, a couple of our sites are already out of sand. So, our local disaster management group will be meeting at nine and we'll sort that out. I posted a video last night on sandbagging because one of the things we discovered during the floods is people thought you just put sandbags up against your door and it's going to stop the water from getting in. It doesn't work that way. You need to put plastic, tape the plastic and then put the sandbags up against it. And roughly for most homes, you wouldn't need more than 25 sandbags. Um, but anyway, so there's a video I've posted. If you're new to town, have a look at it. It'll show you how to sandbag properly and protect majority really is the low-set homes that we have issues yeah. with.
1: So, so our place didn't flood, you know, during the floods. It didn't flood during Yarsi. People who have been here for a while probably yeah. know how flood-prone their mm. homes are. If people like uh, Kate, you know, this is her first cyclone, if people aren't sure, how can they find out, like other than just asking their neighbours and the people well, around we them? Well, we do
2: have maps available and they show we have two sets of maps. One shows the flood risk. And that's if, um, we have an issue with the dam and particularly Ross River. Um, at the moment, the dam's at 60%. So we've got quite a bit of capacity at the dam Good. to, to, um, manage things all being as predicted by the bomb. The other one's the tidal surge. Now, this is the problem. Depending on when the cyclone will, hit, if it hits, if it hits, mm. um, it will add a height to, to the, um, to a tide and then it becomes mm. this Increasing push on the coast. Now at the moment we're hitting a new moon, and on Thursday we've got a three point five eight metre high oh, tide in the morning. Rains always hails. So um, let's see what happens. The bureau is now saying the cyclone may not cross till late Thursday, early Friday. Um, it hasn't. It if and many people would have seen the maps of how this. Um, And at the moment, it's still just a tropical depression, a low depression. It's been sort of zigzagging. Mm. Um, You can never be sure till really it's about 24 hours out if it's really going to hit you on the coast, where it's going to hit on the coast. But if you're not prepared and it does hit towards Townsville, then you're left languishing. So it doesn't take much to prepare the home to make sure you've got enough food at home. I mean, I'm Hubby's home at the moment and he looked at the cupboard and he said, what extra do you want me to get? Mm. So I've given him a list. Go We've got a gen set and we know it can run a fridge and charge up all our phones. But if you haven't got a generator set, think about how you're going to charge your phones during an event. And if you think you're going to be in an area where you're not going to get electricity for a while, get yourself a battery operated radio. Mm. And that way then you can keep up to date with all the messaging. Very critical. We did
0: mention uh, about some Australia Day festivities. Obviously, it's Australia Day on Friday. Uh, the council is involved with some events around that. What's, what, what does that look like for, for the festivities sort of well, this coming couple of days? We're going to
2: be making a call on, on some of this. Some of this we will have to make a call today, mm. some tomorrow. So, um, we'll make a call today on whether or not it will be an outdoor or indoor event. And then we'll make a call tomorrow on whether or not we will actually have the event. And that way then we'll be able to give people hopefully 48 hours notice.
1: There's a lot of decisions that have to be made starting uh, today, Jenny, and a lot of information that will have to go out there. What, what is the best pl- – I mean, you said there, keep the you know your radio tuned to yeah. 102.3. Um, but other than that, if we're talking online, look, what's the best place to go for info? So
2: online we have our disaster dashboard up. We – We get all the information from all the government agencies and we post it there. All local councils do. All disasters are managed predominantly by the local councils and then we move up to the state under district and and the state disaster centre and then we move to the federal if we need support. Um, We've tested everything and we keep saying to the community, don't listen to Facebook. Yes, because gosh, you have people who get on there and think it's a great joke posting. Mm. Um, I would say bull manure. Yeah, can I say bull manure? You can on say now? that. have PC of you, Jenny. I, I would have gone harder, but <laughs> right. And they freak people out. They do. Yeah. So keep a keep an eye on legitimate channels, beginning with our disaster management, our disaster dashboard, and to reputable um, media outlets. Um, Facebook isn't the particularly great source of information and we saw it in the floods. People thought we were going to blow up the back of the dam because mm. I sent the army there. And the reason we would <laughs> asked the army to go have a look is the um, Water Ski Club, they had a ski jump and they thought they'd secured it and it had gotten off. Right. And I wanted to see if with one of their wrecking crew they could get it and tow it off the dam because yeah. we were worried with the flood waters it would be pushed into the dam gates and could clog it. Yeah. And so, then that got turned into on Facebook, the army are is going to blow a, stuff up. Blow stuff up. up. It, was, it was hilarious. It's funny now, but when you think about it, is at the time, it it's just another fire you've got to put Correct. out.
0: Look, I've been on. I've got the dashboard here open on my computer at the moment. It's disaster.townsville.qld.gov.au. It really is a fantastic dashboard. It's got road closures, power outages, weather warnings, any emergency news. And as you said, have yourself a little radio. Yeah. Um to hear what's actually going on. Because we will be broadcasting live and we we're having regular meetings about this and no doubt we'll be broadcasting very regularly.
1: There's a lot going on behind well, the scenes here, uh, no doubt even more in your neck of the woods. She is our mayor. She is also the chair of the Townsville Local Disaster Management Group. Do you drink coffee?
2: I do drink a okay. lot of coffee <laughs> during disasters. Let's get the blend 43 out.
1: Townsville Mayor Jenny Hill. Thank you for your time.
2: Good morning, guys. There is a
0: tropical low currently in the Coral Sea, which is due to make landfall on Thursday. And when it does, it will be tropical cyclone Kiralee. On the phone with us this morning, we have Nitso from Weather IQ. Nitso, a bit going on at the moment
3: yeah you could say that <laughs> it's about uh look it's about eight hundred eight hundred fifty Ks to our east northeast it's really difficult at the moment to pinpoint the center because it's really weak uh, but what we do expect is that that center will start to wrap up nicely overnight tonight or early tomorrow morning and then from tomorrow morning we start we expect it to start moving towards the coast probably accelerating towards the coast as it uh, as it makes landfall in our region uh, at this stage uh, landfall anywhere from Cardwell to about Airly Beach, but look, most of the modelling suggesting that Ingham to Bowen coastlines, particularly the ones susceptible, which obviously puts towns all right in the firing line. Mm.
1: I love how calm you are, and I love you weather guys. Like only weather guys would say it's developing nicely. <laughs> um, when when are we looking like it will actually be declared as tropical cyclone Kiralee? When will it reach that intensity?
3: I think most of the uh, computer guidance that we've got suggests overnight tonight into early tomorrow these sort of weak cyclones they tend to get a bit of a big gulp and and a lot of energy overnight and early in the morning and so that's usually when they really fire up and so overnight tonight early tomorrow we expect it to fire up into a, a tropical cyclone uh, and then yeah as I say gradually fairly slow development uh, all the way to the coastline so I think the bureau still have it as a cap 3 on the on the forecast map that's a little bit above what most of the models are suggesting, they're suggesting a CAP 2. So we have seen a slight weakening in the general model guidance, uh, but the Bureau are holding firm with a CAP 3 on landfall.
0: Nit, so what are the chances of it moving slightly? I know like a couple of days ago when we chatted, you said, you know, it could sort of move sort of in either direction, but the maps that we've got at the moment, is is it likely to change? Could it shift a little bit south or, or north?
3: Oh, look, it could shift a tiny bit south or north, but no, I think we're pretty set now. Uh, that Those things where the, the, they were pushing the system out the opposite direction, those things have now passed. So those things haven't been able to grab the system. Uh, so this is why it's been slow moving, by the way. Those things have have tried. They've sort of had a bit of a dive at it and they've missed. A couple of systems have had a dive and missed. And so now there's one system left that's going to drive this uh, this cyclone and that one system will take control of it and will bring it to the coast.
1: When it does cross, like you said there we're looking at a uh, a cat 3 cyclone what what does that mean
3: yeah, look, when we're talking about a low-end Cat 3 or even a Cat 2, we're talking about the possibility of some structural damage, particularly to sort of older houses, weaker, weaker structures, those sort of things, a little bit of roof damage at that point. Look, most of our modern day housing will be able to survive this quite comfortably. Uh, you know, a, a high-end 2 or a low-end 3, uh, it's pretty, pretty comfortable in if you've got a, a new, newly built house sort of in the last 20 or so, 25 years, no problems whatsoever. Um, we will see a lot of trees down though, and we will see power lines down. So expect to see power outages in a cap Two or cap Three. Uh, that's just an expectation. Obviously, caravans can be dangerous places to be in. So if you do have a caravan, you definitely need to be. Uh, you definitely need to be looking for something else uh, during the cyclone. Um, yeah, and then the other thing that we've got is a storm surge that we need to be aware of. We've got high tides around about nine o'clock and nine o'clock, nine in the morning, nine at night. Uh, so they're the sort of things we're dealing with there, and. The storm surge uh, particularly focused on the southern side of the system and around where the system crosses itself. So if you're on the north side of the system, we don't anticipate too much of a storm surge. So Thursday crossing, we're thinking? Uh, yeah, look, probably delayed into Thursday night now rather than Thursday. Uh, so nighttime crossings, are always a tiny bit scarier, aren't they, when you can't see anything? But uh, Thursday nights into very, very early Friday uh, is what we're thinking at the moment based on the latest guidance. But listen, we won't really have a great idea of the exact crossing time until the system starts to move. And that's not going to start happening until probably early tomorrow. We, we stocked up on the
1: batteries for the Did Dolphin you? Torch yesterday. So definitely wise to get that stuff sorted. Now is the time to get prepared for a tropical cyclone. Disaster.qld.gov.au for all that preparedness advice. And Nitzo, if you're happy, we'll grab you on for the next couple of days. Um, Chris Nitzo from Weather IQ. Really appreciate your insights, mate. Thanks for that. Not a problem. Stay bye It's
2: trip for our breakfast.